Hello and welcome to the Rare Disease Cell and Gene Therapy Weekly Roundup. I'm your host, Apana Krishnan. Every week, we at Partners for Access discuss the major news developments impacting the rare disease and cell and gene therapy industry and what they mean for you. So, the U.S. health policy landscape has been experiencing a hive of activity in recent years ever since President Trump made an election pledge to work towards reducing high drug prices. More recently, Trump vowed to bring down federal payments for some Medicare-covered drugs, uh, pretty much in line with lower prices in other countries. U.S. Department of Health and Human Services has been working towards coming up with a concrete policy with several consultations recently. Today, we have our U.S. expert, Max Rex, to talk about the latest Medicare Part B proposal that would introduce international reference pricing. So, Max, what does it involve? Thanks, Parna. So, the Department of Health and Human Services has just sent this proposal to the White House for review, basically, as you said, for the introduction of international reference pricing only in Medicare Part B. So this this proposal was initially announced in late last year uh, by Alex Azar, the head of Health and Human Services. And although there were some details back then when the proposal was published for uh, outside comment, We're not entirely sure what this current proposal has in store. The main part that is getting a lot of traction is the international reference pricing. So this plan will involve creating an international pricing index, which will collate drug prices from a number of international countries. For instance, it's likely that Germany, France, Japan may well be included. And that the aim is that... Medicare Part B will pay about 126% of the international average for those drugs. So we know that the HHS blueprint for reducing US drug prices came out last year. So is this new proposal part of these efforts? Yes, so the blueprint that was published earlier last year was sort of a, a vague policy statement just to show that the Trump administration was thinking about this issue. Because if you remember, the first year of the Trump presidency was much more focused on um, repealing and replacing Obamacare. That was the main healthcare issue. So now the, the focus has really switched back to drug prices. After the blueprint was published, uh, a few months later, more concrete proposals uh, were published. And although international reference pricing was the main part gained a lot of interest and controversy. There are a number of other parts that were included in this. So one of the aspects of the proposal is the introduction of private sector vendors into the Medicare process. So what would happen is Medicare would pay these private sector vendors the international reference price for these selected drugs. The vendors would then negotiate with manufacturers for the drugs and hope to get discounts based on that to increase the competition and, and further lower prices. Another aspect was the change of the current Part B pricing scheme of average sales price plus 6%. Currently, healthcare providers are paid a percentage of the drug price under Part B, and under this new proposal, the percentage will be replaced by a flat fee, and this would be to incentivize doctors 
to not needlessly prescribe more expensive drugs when cheaper drugs are just as appropriate. So what do they expect to achieve with this proposal? So when this proposal was initially published back in late last year, it was published a couple of hours after HHS published a separate report which analysed Medicare drug spending and compared it to 16 other countries, which concluded that Medicare paid 180% of the price that other countries did for a select number of drugs. So the aim there is really to bring that Medicare Part B spending down more in line with the international average. The specific aims that were published in that October report claim that there could be a reduction of $17.2 billion over the next five years as part of these plans, with out-of-pocket savings for American patients of $3.4 billion. It's important to note that the initial plans are only supposed to cover 50% of Medicare Part B for a five-year period as sort of a pilot program before this would be rolled out to the whole of Medicare Part B. There is a lot of opposition to this proposal, though, including from some senior Democrats and Republicans. Why are they criticising this proposal? Yeah, you're absolutely right. There is criticism coming from all sides on this issue. And it is interesting that the administration is pushing forward with this, as this, this opposition has been clear from the start. A lot of stakeholders thought that this wouldn't really get this far and this was more of a a statement of intent that wouldn't lead to concrete policy. So it's important to note first that international reference pricing isn't that unusual internationally, but the US is its own separate beast and the US healthcare system has never been afraid of forging its own path. So The main problem for the administration is convincing a significant section of congressional Republicans to join on board. Senator Chuck Grassley, the chairman of the Senate Finance Committee and a senior Republican on the Hill, recently announced his opposition to the plan. The Senate Finance Committee is currently working on its own set of proposals to reduce Part B and Part D prices, with the aim being bipartisan support for a plan working with the Democratic senators on the committee. The reason why Senator Grassley and many other Republicans are not very comfortable with this plan is that it, it strays from the traditional Republican thinking of free markets. This plan for introducing price controls on medicines would stop free market incentivization of innovation and Republicans fear that it would lead to a worsening of healthcare outcomes and fewer new and innovative drugs being available and increasing the time that American patients may have to wait for these new medicines. There are also a number of committees in the House of Representatives who are also looking at this issue. The House of Representatives is Democratic-led, and these committees are also led by Democrats. But so far, the leader of the House, Nancy Pelosi, has refused to outline a concrete plan or a timeline for when that plan would be ready. Similar to Republicans, reducing prescription drug prices was a key campaign promise 
in the 2018 midterms and also part of the 2016 election campaign for Democrats. How do you think the industry has responded? Very negatively. The pharmaceutical industry is extremely against these proposals and has come out all guns blazing against against this. The pharma industry has always been an important and powerful lobbying group in Washington and they are keen to keep it that way and they will be doing everything they can to stop these proposals. The industry group, the PHRMA, released a statement as soon as the initial proposal was published late last year, criticising all aspects of it, specifically saying that it undercuts the market-based Part B programme, it could put patient access at risk, and it would potentially chill biomedical progress. These criticisms are very much in line with the standard Republican criticisms of the plan. Aside from just lobbying, though, there is a strong potential that there could be legal challenges from the pharmaceutical industry to this new proposal. Merck CEO Ken Fraser recently claimed that this could well happen, although he didn't confirm that Merck themselves would be challenging this proposal. It is interesting to note, however, that Merck, along with Amgen and Eli Lilly, did recently launch a legal challenge against one of the other new Trump healthcare proposals, um, the proposal to increase drug pricing transparency by requiring manufacturers to disclose list prices for drugs in TV adverts. As well as the pharma industry opposition to these new plans, there has also been a strong criticism from patient groups as well. Again, back in October, when the plan was initially published, over 300 groups, including many patient groups, signed a letter to HHS, again, criticising a report along many of the same lines mentioned previously. So what's next? So, the proposal had only just been sent to the White House from HHS, and now the White House will be reviewing the proposal and potentially making any changes that they see fit. It's unclear how long this could take, but the current expectation is that we could see the full final proposal in August this year. We don't expect any immediate changes as there will be intense scrutiny and this new proposal will be challenged strongly by Congress and other stakeholders. Congress may well have agreed on their own preferences by the end of this year and they could try and use their power to force through those if as they hope, they achieve true bipartisan support, though that may be unlikely. The president, too, could also use his executive power to force through this bill, and he may see this as a useful thing heading into the 2020 campaign. But this would also lead to huge political and legal ramifications. Although we've been talking about US drug pricing reform for seemingly years, it doesn't seem like it is going to go away anytime soon. So it looks like uh, a lot of updates are going to come through over the next few weeks and months about uh, US drug pricing reform. Um, I'm hoping, Max, you'll be here to tell us more and uh, analyse this uh, for our listeners. Max Rex, thank you. Thanks, Pana. And that's it for this week. For more news and analysis, do visit our website, www.partnersforaccess.com. 
Subscribe to our podcast on iTunes or wherever you listen to your podcasts and don't forget to leave a review. We welcome your feedback. Thanks for listening. See you next week.